0: It's not what I'm doing. My chair. Even to. I don't to. I don't want to. Imagine being 14 years old, stacking your books, filing your homework before properly storing it in your backpack. You look through your closet and finally lay out your favorite outfit to wear for the next school day. Until suddenly, those intrusive thoughts come back. It's telling you to do awful and vile things to yourself. So you did what needed to be done. This is what happened to Claire, and here is her story. Claire Elena Miller was a 14-year-old girl who resided with her family in Mannheim Township, Pennsylvania. Her parents are Mark Miller and Marie Miller, and she had an older sister, 19-year-old Helen Miller. The family lived a prosperous life and the siblings attended one of Pennsylvania's most expensive schools, the Lancaster County Day School. Just like any other teenager, Claire loved to do TikTok videos. Her videos are wholesome and just her lip syncing to sad pop songs, reenacting popular anime memes, or dancing around her room. Claire gained notoriety on social media, particularly TikTok using the username Spirit and Such Consulting. She had thousands of followers and millions of views. However, after these series of events, TikTok eventually removed Claire's page. Meanwhile, Helen Miller, her sister, was a 19-year-old girl with a disability, cerebral palsy. Helen and Claire were cordial with one another. They were close, just as close as house sisters would be. In fact, when Helen was ill, Claire would visit the hospital and take care of her. Then on February 21st of 2021, Helen, per usual, tucked herself in bed and eventually fell asleep. However, Claire had other plans. She went to the kitchen to fetch a sharp knife. And without thinking twice, she stabbed her older sister Helen in the neck multiple times, a total of seven times, twice in the jaw, three times in the neck, and twice in the chest. Helen bled profusely from her neck, so much so that it covered every inch of her bed. In an attempt to cover the blood from Helen's wound, Claire threw a pillow over Helen's face. All of this happened while their parents slept just a few rooms away. After the murder, Claire left the house and tried washing her bleeding hands in the snow. She texted her friends telling them, I'm sorry guys, I killed my sister, then waiting 6 minutes before calling the authorities. At 1.08 am, she called 911 and told the Mannheim Township emergency dispatcher that she had killed her sister. Police arrived at the 1500 block of Clayton Road within 5 minutes and found Claire, waiting outside barefoot in the snow, covered with blood while crying and eventually she admitted that she murdered her sister. Blood was seeping from Claire's hands and bottoms, and the snow beneath her can be seen covered with blood. I stabbed my sister, Claire said again. The police first suspected that there might have been another perpetrator, but when they went inside into Helen's room, it was obvious that there was only one suspect. Helen was found on the bed with sheets and a pillow, covered with blood, and a huge knife was discovered protruding out of her neck, directly above her chest. Police attempted to revive Helen but were unable to. The police then announced Helen Miller's passing at 4.45 a.m. Claire meanwhile simply kept repeating that she had murdered her sister. When Mark and Marie Miller opened their eyes, a barrage of policemen were already inside their home, and they were horrified by what they saw. Claire was taken by Lancaster police to the neighborhood police station where she was interrogated. One day, after Claire Miller was questioned by the police, she was taken into custody on homicide-related charges. The night of the murder was an unusual night. In fact, the defense mentioned that it was not premeditated at all, and that Claire even had a packed lunch, prepared her backpack, set out her clothes for the next school day. They claimed that Claire began hallucinating, and these hallucinations were so bad that she was texting a peer about it, and the peer encouraged Claire to focus on the computer screen instead since she would have bad thoughts whenever she looked away. The defense team maintained that the murder occurred due to the voices inside of Claire's head. The voices apparently were degrading her and told her to kill herself, and when she was killing her sister, she thought that she was defeating the hallucination the entire time. The defense team was trying to paint a picture of a gifted child who struggled with mental illness. After all, Claire was an award-winning student who served as the student class president. Despite the defense team's obvious urge for a lighter sentence, the prosecution illustrated a privileged juvenile who showed no remorse. In fact, not long after the murder, Claire said, and I quote, I would have killed someone sooner if I knew I was going to get McDonald's. Authorities also watched Claire's actions while in juvenile detention cell, where she did not act at all distraught, sad, or upset. Claire even began talking about horror movies after a police officer's phone rang and played the theme from the 1978 slasher movie, Halloween. She responded to the phone notification saying, "'I'm Michael Myers, my sister.'" Claire and Helen's mother, Marie Miller, ultimately testified and said in court, We love both of them. I know Claire did not mean to do this. We lost Helen and we don't want to lose Claire too. We don't want her to be punished, not get help and be put away for a long period for something that was out of her control. We can't lose her too." The mother continued to beg, saying, Helen had times where she was in pain and Claire did all that she could to help her feel better. Psychiatrists Anila Khan and Susan Rushing testify that Claire lived with auditory hallucinations which told her to cut her own throat the night of her sister's death. They diagnosed her with major depressive disorder, anxiety, and psychosis due to gender dysphoria, bullying, and the pandemic. The defense closed the argument saying, Even our best and brightest children have demons, and we need to deal with them. But the prosecutors responded with evidence showing long-term homicidal ideations instead of psychosis, citing the thousands of text messages from Claire herself, expressing the desire to hurt someone. They said, Claire had it all, but ultimately she was obsessed with homicide. The judge eventually ruled that Claire will be tried as an adult, simply because the juvenile system does not allow enough time for her to be mentally rehabilitated. What do you guys think? Did Claire really have hallucinations? Or did she plan this all along? Let me know down in the comments.